We're back, friends. We're here with our Joy Life 901 podcast and just to chat a little bit about what community looks like and what networking looks like. And I'm Pearl and I have, we have Ashley. Ashley. And we have two wonderful guests with us today. I'll let you introduce yourself first. Murphy. Murphy and your mom. Beth. Beth, yes. And so we're just going to chat a little bit about what community looks like and why special needs ministry can really benefit just the people that are around you, whether they're at your church or not. So I love Beth. you really thought about something you wanted to to share about the networking piece and what value that adds. So I'm just going to let you. Okay, absolutely. Um, Networking, uh, I think every mother knows, every mother has a fear what will happen if something should happen to her where she's unable to care for her child. And to be able to know that there is an army behind her that will step up and care for her child should something happen brings every mom a bit of peace. And when they are able to help another mom, I think it, it gives them a lot of joy and comfort because they know these women will do the same for them sure. should this situation arise for them. Sure. So um, we have had um, moms fall ill or lose a spouse um, and families have come forth and done everything from taking the child to activities to watching them at their own homes at their um, friends homes taking them out to eat buying groceries taking them to doctor appointments um, you name it they're there and um, they're just happy to do it and and not only that kind of networking but um, leaning on each other for emotional support as well and you know sharing with one another when you've been through something and and you've walked through it to be able to talk to someone who's done that um, can bring a lot of comfort to someone and um, and not just you know medically either you can share information about doctors that you've used and um, but to to just have that that safety net is a wonderful feeling yeah well I love I mean ironically right now in our community we have some people that are in need of some help because someone that there is their caregiver yes is in the hospital and you mentioned that somebody else in their like biological family is having to step up but they're getting to see like how other people are stepping up that are connected into these people's lives through like you were saying Sunday school or just different things yes all areas we have a, a mom right now who is um very ill in need of prayer and um, she has two special needs children and her family her, uh, her parents are, have, are deceased and so she's alone with her children and her siblings are out of state and um, one of the siblings is, has been uh, filling in for her sure. while she's at the hospital but she still has her own life out of state with her own family, and so she's kind of going back and forth right now. And she has 
been absolutely astounded at the amount of help that she has gotten during this time um, from all groups. Um, Joy Life 901, Hope Church, Social Skills Class, Friendship Circle at GPC, every single activity that her daughters go to, the moms from those activities have said, what do I need to do? Yeah. What can I do? How do I how do I best help you right now? Sure. And that has included um, just last week a teacher, Miss um, Betsy from uh, Germantown Press, just said, "Hand me your grocery list. I'm going to go get it." And um, her sister was near tears because mm-hmm. she was thinking, "I'm I'm in. I'm not here right now." She had gone back home. And she was thinking she would have to order the groceries online and have them delivered. And here was this woman who just said, send me that list. I got it. And she had it on the porch for them. And that's happening again and again from um, meals being prepared to meals being um, dropped off from area restaurants, phone calls. We have a wonderful PA (laughs) who is shopping right now for a lot of art projects to keep um, the girls busy and um, just just you know absolutely they have all just heard the call and come forth and um, just we're we almost have somebody for every night through the month of July to provide a meal yeah they have you know just rallied amazingly and um, that brings me comfort sure as I'm sure other mothers because you know that's waiting for you should Mm. that happen to you god forbid you have this group of women these these and pas included who are who love these children and will do anything to help so it's been wonderful that is good i mean we talked about that because before we've chatted with um, a volunteer and a personal assistant and just it really is something that as the networking happens it's not just the person coming to participate in activity but it's the string of people attached to them whether that's their caregiver or their family and so that's really good that you that her sister or this the family member is able to see that firsthand and not from places the girls go to even necessarily all the time but right. just there's a connection and we've talked about that just that being the hands and feet of Jesus like when you're volunteering when you're serving in special needs ministry there's so many ways that it can look like you don't have to be a professional in special education or disability services it's just something as simple as buying groceries for somebody absolutely and as you said um, they don't have the the girls haven't had to necessarily go to something at one particular place for a long time. Mm. Um, they've they're coming from all. I've ha- I've gotten phone calls saying, "Hey, I heard that you know so and so is in the hospital. Who's who's with the girls? Mm. Do you need somebody to go sit with her?" Or and um, a lot of people that knew this woman's mother, who mm. also took care of the girls for for many years. Yeah. And they may not know the daughter as well, but they knew her mother. Sure. And they said, you know, hey, we're, we're here. What do we need to do? So um, it's been uh, just amazing. 
the, the outpouring of love and support for these girls. Yeah, it is good. Networking is really good. We talk about that a lot just with ministry. And, and we have Murphy to just kind of share about, Do you? which would you rather share first, uh, a memory you have or your Bible verse you wanted to share with everybody? I wanted to share a Bible point. Okay. Um, this Bible point comes, this Bible verse comes from Psalm 56, 3. When I'm afraid, I put my trust in you. I love it. What made you want to, what do you like about that verse rather? Well, it's because, um, um, everyone is in fear and struggled over staying at home for like almost a year. And that is something new they're doing right now. Sure. Yeah. It does feel like a year, doesn't it? Mm like a long long time mm -hmm. but what things do you like about all the things you do um well my favorite parts of breakfast bible club is um singing worship songs with everyone and brady and my other favorite part is like doing exercise movements with jan and ginger and i also love going on field trips at the arcade restaurant and the peabody hotel <laughs> That's been a while, hasn't it? We'll Throw be ready. Back. <laughs> yeah, we'll be ready for some field trips as soon as we can. You've seen Breakfast Club change a lot. Yeah. So what? What do you like um, with our group of people? Because now we used to have a little group. Yes. And now we have a big group. Yeah. A big big group. How do you like Breakfast Club on Zoom? Um, it's really. It's really going great so far. It is, isn't it? What's your favorite part about it? <laughs> I like the part how Miss I liked it how Ginger was leading us in doing drumstick workouts. Oh yeah, she does a good, <laughs> good job. Do you like when Ashley makes silly noises on there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any memory that you want to share of maybe? Well, you did say about the arcade and the Peabody. I also loved it when Scotty plays on the drums during worship time. That is a great memory, isn't it? We'll all be ready to see that live and in person. Uh -huh. Didn't you say you loved it when some kids from Christ Church came and performed? That was one time day before, yes. before that all hit. Yeah, yes. that's true. In well, December. December. Mm -hmm. No, that was back in early. That was back in January. Oh, this is true. That's right before we came back. You're, you're definitely better remembering. Documentarian. Yes. If anybody needs one, she is the one. Was there anything you want people to know about why something like Breakfast Club is important or why things like social skills are important? Um, well, um, what, um, what's important with Breakfast Bible Club is when um, we get to um, all have breakfast and then we all get to um, do the Bible lessons and all that. Yeah, and just being together, right? Yeah, making new friends. My favorite, well, one of my also favorite part is, is being a photographer and being a videographer. Yes, that's a fun fact about you that is everybody knows that knows you. You are great at documenting dates and information and pictures, pictures and videos. You are very we good at that. Appreciate very much. Yes. Well, I've been doing lately since um, this winter and also last spring as I've been. Um, using my phone to use different kind of app cameras and doing different kind of silly filters oh, to, goodness. Just, to keep to keep 
to, to let everyone know that my Facebook is getting even more famous. Oh, oh that is. <laughs> <laughs> Another thing I've noticed about Murphy, too, is the fact that she does do all of our documenting during some of our you know, Breakfast Club and activities, but you have adapted to this new normal that we have, you know, mm. doing Zoom, and you have, you have continued to document and photograph the activities that we're doing on the computer, and I love that about you because you're still, you know, all the fun things that Pearl puts up, you know, <laughs> birthdays and, and different pictures that are highlighting maybe something that's happening in someone's life, like today, you know, how Vashti, you know, we talked about her and how she, she works, you know, at a certain place, and, and Pearl put that up there for us to see, and everybody was so excited to see it, and you, you documented that, you got that on, on pictures, you I know. sure did. So, you've adapted, and you haven't missed a beat, and I love that about you. She had the link to the Harvest um, VBS, too, and I had put it out of my mind, I was painting the day that you guys were doing Breakfast Bible Club, and she texted me, and she said, there's a... BBS and you had too and I forgot all about it and then last night I saw the picture of the screen that he had put up so I I sent it to everybody in our social skills class and then PK sent it to all of Hope for Mackie and Friends so um, that was just because we you know had that slide with the with the URL on it and I was able to share it yeah so great and that's I think another great way people network is just passing information just because yes. not everybody is involved in all the same things, so that is really right. That's a good reminder too. It doesn't have to be. Um, it doesn't have to be complicated. You no, know? no. And they're all. Everybody is um, so generous with the information. You know, Joy Life, Hope for Mackie Friends. They want the kids to be busy and happy, as well as um, GPC. And now Union Avenue has started. Pastor Will has been sending out. That's great. Emails ever since Night to Shine. He really has, you know, um, loved these kids and he involves them now. And everybody doesn't matter. There's no hoarding of information, you know, away from other organizations. Like, well, I'm going to keep this information. Everybody (laughs) shares it. I think they know that wouldn't go over well with the parents. The parents don't care about that. They want their kids busy. So they want the information out there. And so everybody's been so generous to share pass along information and um you know when is this vbs when is the next one and let's share that info and keep the kids busy and happy and their minds going during especially during this time let's get them because i noticed with murphy as i'm sure a lot of the parents have that um, murphy's um has autism so she tends to go in a bit more, a little bit more inward if she's not stimulated mentally. And so with all of these activities not um, happening, you know, there's a lot more chatter to herself and I'm and, um, having to, um, you know, I've just noticed that. And I'm sure a lot of other parents have that some of the old habits that the kids used to have before they were so active in the community at all these events are starting to kind of creep back in and we're having to to watch that carefully and make sure that we do whatever we can. What do we do for you at home that keeps you busy? You have a big art table set up, right? Yes. What are some of the art things, the the things that you do to keep busy with your art? Um, um, Paint 901 rocks, do some sort of a craft kit, and also play with some kinetic sand. 
Yeah. Awesome. Play-Doh, all that. Have we been making a lot of our own Play-Doh yes. and kinetic sand? And what? a lot of the moms on Facebook share recipes if they see stuff and say, you know, here on my page, we made this today and it did well. We tried to make sidewalk chalk. It was pretty much a big old fail, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. <laughs> it? It looked good in the video. It looked like this is it. And I thought it was perfect. And I know Cheryl tried it with Clark. And then we all just called each other and went, what happened? It was oh, just a man. mess. <laughs> so it worked for the girl in the video, but we all tried it. It did not work. So, oh, um, But it's just the fun of calling each other and, and sending each other information saying, we had fun with this. You should try it. And um, that's been great. That is good. Well, I have, it might be a little bit on the spot question, but I hope it's not too much. Because um, part of our goal is just helping people not feel fearful about what special needs ministry is. It kind of destigmatizing fears people may have or concerns right. or like, I can't do that. Right. So if you were to give a word of encouragement to a church or just somebody thinking, We'd love to do that, but I don't think I could, or we don't have people like that at our church. What is a word of encouragement you would give to somebody feeling that way? I would say you can do nothing wrong. <laughs> you really can't. Our kids, so great. Our kids are just happy to go and meet somewhere and be together. Mm. And um, I'm looking at my own church, Catholic Church. Is we're trying. I'm there <laughs> recently. A new bishop. We're trying. And um, and I was just talking with Penny about that recently. She's going to try to see about our church to get a bit more involved. But I think if you know if they would look and say, for instance, why does that particular church have a large special needs ministry? If they look closer possibly they'll see that not all of the kids in that ministry necessarily go to that church and that is where they need to sort of look inward and say why are our parishioners going there to have this service done what are we lacking what can we do to get our parishioners to stay put with their child and to provide something for these kids is really not that difficult think about how you guys started i know Murphy came in when there were 12 people, but you told me when she started that you started with five or something like that. Mm -hmm. You had some eggs and biscuits, and you <laughs> sat around and you talked about the Bible. It wasn't brain surgery, but you got together with the kids. And we have a social skills class at Hope, and I did not start it. It was started by Cindy Myers, Diane Paradise, and PK Oates. And Murphy and I came and joined them, and they started this. And I remember thinking, I don't know what this is, but I don't think this is a traditional social skills class because Murphy had been involved in one when she was five. Mm. And they had typical children there as well. And the purpose was to learn from the typical kids sure. to have some interaction. Whereas this group was just the same children with... You know, mostly we realized that it was the moms getting a lot of benefit out of it because we had companionship. We could talk to each other about doctors and therapists um, for the kids' therapy that the kids were getting. And we were just buying art projects from Hobby Lobby and Dollar Tree and sitting around a table eating lunch doing projects. And since then, 
we have grown over the years to the point where this year I've handed it off to Hope Church because we are now up to almost 50 participants. And the church has now um, let us have their amazing gym Mm. so that we can fit in there. And the moms just kept that going. And it started with five children. Mm. And it's, you know, almost 50 participants now. So, again, we don't do anything spectacular. Each mom takes a week. And we say, what should we do this week? All right, we're going to, you know, do this project or that project. The other parents, we all pitch in. And we get enough supplies for everyone. And um, hope now that the group is so large, they've been letting us use things from their closet in their their supplies to to make sure everyone has enough and that's how we kept that going and none of us were you know I happened to be I had been a teacher and there's a few other parents that had been teachers but you don't have to be a teacher to have done it you just have to want to keep the kids involved and happy and at the time we joined social skills we were at home all the time I was homeschooling Murphy and we were not going many places. She was involved in a homeschool bowling league once a week. And then she was in the dance troupe over at um, Hope Losing Company. And it was there that we met those moms. And they said, hey, you know, why don't we just start meeting on Tuesdays and just uh, let's have lunch. I don't want to sit at the house all afternoon by myself. Let's just meet and, and do this. And it just took off from there. And, um, you know, I, I would just say to any church thinking about it and fearing you know oh I don't know don't look at the people who've been doing it for 12 years although look at them and get advice from them but don't try to compare yourself to them because you're new at it and once again you have a wonderful loving audience these kids are happy to do anything with you and have um, fun and just get together and have the fellowship and they are not judging you in any way shape or form and so so just do it just do it yes that's really good well I love that I love you said you don't have to worry about anything and to just do it and that we have a forgiving audience with our friends that have special needs absolutely filled with lots of love so that is where we're going to end today and just we want y'all to just be encouraged and know that ministry doesn't have to look big and grand and it doesn't have to fill an auditorium it can be small with two three people and just um, meeting them where they're at but we want you to just be encouraged and to find joy in your journey and we hope to see you next time bye